And we are back. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Dude Thoughts. You got Carmen and not Gabe, but we definitely do have Kelki. Hello. Hello. Here I am. Not Gabe. Here. <laughs> um, do you want to also, do you want to give us like a, a second and we are back? Do you want to like do some, do some fun, like aftershock and we are back? Here, let me, let me, let me Jessica it up. And okay. we're back. <laughs> and yeah, so and it's, we were, I don't remember what had happened, but I was going and looking through all of our brand new um, incredibly well thought out. And we are so the very thankful uh, for all of the new five-star reviews that all of our Dudas Colony has been sending us. Um, but when I clicked on the link the other day to go and look at our reviews, I accidentally started an episode and I don't remember which one it was. <laughs> but Jessica was like, well, why don't you just have all of your guests say, and we are back for you? And I was like, um, because that's my fucking thing. So back off, Jessica. I'm sorry. Like, you had your chance to be on this podcast and you said no. So back off. You have too many Anyways. things. Well, we all have too many things, Kelki. Well, you especially. Well, I'm incredible. And you Medium. also have too many things. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, Kelki. Hey, dudette. What's up? Um, Nothing. Just hanging out. Um, Yeah, I really didn't do anything today. Just hanging out with Scarlett. She's real cute. Dancing up a storm. That's like it. That's all I do is hang out with that baby and sometimes I... go to Target with the baby <laughs> to buy groceries. Did I see, am I remembering this correctly in one of the snaps that she was just like running through um, the street with reckless abandon? Well, I mean, our neighborhood is gated and the speed limit is like 15 and no one is ever here. So, yes, that happened. But it <laughs> sounds like it's the street and it's not really the street. I I could have sworn it was I-4 or yeah, one, yeah, on it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the middle of I-4 and Scarlet's just running around. Well, hands that's also in the air. pretty safe because those cars don't move on I-4. So. That's fair. That's very true. Um, so there's been a lot of snow over the last couple of days here in good old crappy Illinois. You know, we're not having and, that here so much. Today it was like 73, yeah. really pleasant, mm. a nice breeze. Mm. But mm. you you go on with your story. Yeah, no, perfect. Thank you so much yeah, for that. Yeah. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. Kick a man while he's down. Always. Um, so most of the roads are also parking lots because people have to go so slow because it's just slush and slickness everywhere. And if you go too fast, you'll crash into someone and probably die, if I had to guess. So, but it's no fun. I hate the cold. And every day I look out the window and I think, why did I, why? Why I think it's time to move back to Florida is what I think. Yeah, you act as though it wasn't your idea to do this, but I it wasn't. Digress. It was well. completely Jessica's idea. Um, she held the reins to that idea completely, and I had nothing to say about it. Uh, I don't even like Chicago. You're doing that thing where you lie. Oh right. <laughs> Sorry. And this time it's recorded, so now there's proof. <laughs> no, see that's a bit. It's not a lie. Mm -mm. Well, that's for it's the courts to decide. The courts, uh, all, I, all literally I need to do right now is hit the stop recording button and this never sees the light of day. I know. And uh, there's no doubt in my mind that you would do that. I might Not just go back a and momentary doubt. <laughs> I might just go back and edit out that entire part, but like leave, <laughs> leave the dead space in the podcast. Um, 
Or like maybe I'll just go back and beat myself out. Like put a little bleeping noise. <laughs> oh, in just no bleep one... for three minutes. <laughs> no, every word will have its own bleep. So it, oh, bleep, like, bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that'll really uh, get people to listen to the episode. <laughs> I think. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think it would. Also, Jess's dad straight up hates all the times that I swear. Um, <laughs> and Bill. we were sitting at the yeah <laughs> yeah. Come on, Bill. Um, don't be such a square. Um, but we were sitting at the dinner table and, and cause they were in town this past weekend and he was like, Carmen with all the swearing. And I was like, the people want swearing. <laughs> the people relate to it because the people also do it. Now the podcast is marked explicit. So you should take that as a warning to not listen around small ears. Yeah. And it's not like every word is a swear. And also, Kelki, come to think of it, weren't you the one that said I need to swear more in the podcast? All I said was that Apple offers the explicit rating, and I could kind of feel in the early episodes that you were trying really hard to fight it because your natural language is swearing. And it's not always like aggressive or like rude. It's just to make points, which I mean, it's I'm the same way. Although I have made more of a conscious efforts to say less of the aggressive ones. Like I dropped the F bomb only like once last week when we recorded, which is a big deal <laughs> for me. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly because anytime you have me in a conversation, you automatically become annoyed and having Gabe also in the conversation, you get double annoyed. So I can't even imagine you probably just got off the, off the podcast and just swore for 30 minutes. Who knows? Who's to say, really? We'll never know. <laughs> um, so my wife says hello. Oh, and I miss uh, her. Yeah, she says she misses you. Um, also, I genuinely have no idea what we're talking about tonight. So why don't you take the ceremonious six minute and seven second time to tell people to listen and uh, subscribe and review things and also tell us what we're going to be talking about tonight. It feels like you just told everyone to do those things. But to clarify, Carmen wants you to listen to this podcast, subscribe to it on whatever platform you're listening to, and follow us on Instagram. Bonus, if you're on Facebook, find our group Media Meetup, where we talk about different things happening in television and film, and occasionally a book gets in there. Um, and follow, follow along in that. Take part in those conversations. And tonight, we're going to talk about something a little different than normal, because um, we're going to talk about Army Hammer, which we'll get into that name in a minute. But um, he's in the celebrity spotlight currently for being pretty much just a really horrendous human being. Yeah, um, but he originally was famous for being in music videos, and uh, he coined the term Hammer Time and Parachute Pants. Army Almost, hammer. but not quite at all in any way. Is that true? But Which one am I thinking of? Hammer Time? Ice-T? Is that who did that? I don't know. No, it's, 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 fu it's funny because it's MC Hammer. MC Hammer. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You could get how those two mm -hmm. things. Okay, anyways, continue. Well, Clearly I mean, was also a bad his joke. name is Army Hammer, like Arm and Hammer, which is stupid. Like the baking soda arm and <laughs> the baking soda <laughs> but like his his actual name is armand hammer which is sounds even more like armand hammer <laughs> like i don't understand these people are so dumb but, they for sure did that on purpose oh yeah they're like 
crazy rich people. Um, his great grandfather is named Armand Hammer, so he's like named after him. But he's like his great grandfather got rich on oil, so like they have money back back like multiple generations. So, um, it quick. Okay, before we go forward, just real quick, this is gonna get kind of dark. We t- talking a lot about some unpleasant abuse things he's done and that's why he's kind of in the spotlight a little bit violent a little bit horrendous towards women um so just be cautious proceeding listening that's what this is going to cover yeah so So if you have have any anything that essentially this is a trigger warning and we say that with all all of the respect in the world um and if you've listened this far and think, I can handle that, just know that there is no shame in, in if it does get too dark or too graphic to, to, to pause or stop listening at any time. Um, but, you know, one of the things that we try to make sure that we're doing with the Dude Thoughts podcast is not only be comical, uh, but there are times where we will be topical. Um, and this is one of those times. So thank you so much, Kelki, for being knowledgeable on the subject. This is for anyone out there. I'm, I'm hearing this mostly for the first time. Um, so, so Kelki's going to kind of be the, the fairy person and, and navigate me through the seas of hammer. Yeah, this is, uh, Carmen. I just told him, I was like, I'm just going to tell you what, what this is. And it's going to be a journey. Cause it's, it's a roller coaster when this all broke a couple weeks ago and I've been tracking it pretty closely. Um, but it's, it's a, it's a journey. Um, so if you don't know who army hammer is, you can hop on your IMDb, or if you're driving, definitely don't do that. But I'll tell you who he is or who, where you probably know him from. So he was uh, on a couple episodes of Gossip Girl. He was like a politician. No, that was uh, that was someone else. Sorry. He was one of, one of the 8,000 people that at some point Serena had a love interest with. Um, his name in that was Gabriel Edwards. Uh, we'll come back to this later, but he was only in four episodes. He was supposed to have a much longer arc, but he didn't. But we'll we'll circle back to that as to why. Also, the other thing that what I know him from, or what always comes to mind for me, is The Social Network, uh, which is an excellent movie. Everyone should watch it. Uh, and Carmen has fun not fact, seen it. So. Uh, yep, I was going to say, fun, fun fact, I've never seen it. So <laughs> Yep, that was my point of reference. I was like, oh, he was in that. And he was like, well, I haven't seen it. I said, well, okay. Because I know you haven't seen Gossip Girl either, so <laughs> out of point of references. He was um, also uh, the Lone Ranger, uh, yes. which was one of the biggest box office flops, flops uh, <laughs> of all time. So yep. there you go. Um, so in the social network, he played the Winklevoss twins, which are like rich, rich, rich assholes. So like right on brand, like probably not too difficult for him. Um, so... Yeah, he's done a lot of different stuff. He played himself in Entourage. Um, a couple more recently, uh, he was Call Me By Your Name, which was in 2017. That was like a big on the uh, indie circuit, I think. So a lot of people may have seen that. He was the voice of Jackson Storm in Cars 3. I don't really remember Cars 3 a lot. So I don't know who that is. Are you just um, on his IMDb page right now? Because I, I'm looking at this as you're talking about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And okay. then um, he was about to be filming something with J-Lo. That's a whole other conversation we're going to have about how A-Rod sucks so much. 
Uh, yeah, I would also like that's that is one that I have been following closely. I would love yeah. to talk about that too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. A Rod's a terrible person and has been cheating on J Lo for like at least five years, if not more. So it's just he's like garbage trash, and he's just like I don't know how you look like that and get JLo in the first place, but then look at her and think, I'll just find some random hoe on Instagram. Like I genuinely, it's beyond me, but like, it's a whole other thing that's been happening and it's really we'll, shitty we'll, and he sucks. We'll nip that. We'll nip that in, in the butt there and, and come back to that because I am very opinionated on that. Um, also JLo shout out. If you're listening to this, you can text me anytime. Uh, Jessica is open to a, a, a thruple. So, um, we're in and, and we would never cheat on you. Either of us, Jessica or I never would cheat on you. Yeah. So, um, oh yeah. So he was going to be filming a movie with JLo and then a bunch of the stuff was breaking. And, um, he said that he was going to be staying, um, at home with his, so he could be near his kids um, and this difficult time, but realistically, I think what happened was Lion Gay dropped him from the film, and um, I forget who they fought, got to replace him, but they've already found someone else, so he, it's fine. He doesn't. I think it was uh, Air Force Hammer. You know, it wasn't. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's God. He just sucks so much. Um, sorry, I'm trying to make sure I have all my sources. Like, that's no, okay. In the so- right order. So let's let's get into what he did because I I again no idea. Okay, so four weeks ago, so like early January, this girl also let it be noted that he and his wife were married for ten years, and I think this past July announced they were getting divorced. They have like a four year old and like a one year old, maybe like they have really young kids. <sighs> okay, so we're gonna get into it. So basically what he was doing was definitely for sure cheating on his wife for a good part of their marriage, if not all of it. Um, The timeline doesn't go back that far if it's all of it, but definitely for like the last three to five years for sure. Um, So at first when this was all breaking, he's very into like BDSM or like he says he's into BDSM, but it's not. Do you know what that is? Yeah, it's the uh, electronic music festival kind of thing so close (laughs) (laughs) i know that it's it's like the bondage and stuff i'm i'm making jokes this is i'm trying to turn Um, a dark situation into the light okay um but the electronic music gets edm right yes which i did go to an edm festival in michigan and it was very very nice it was a good time really yeah were you on molly um no i was working so i went for free it was like working i was selling food um but this guy who was super high came up to me and he had on a hat that said, where's Molly? And I was like, I like your hat. And he was like, yeah, I do drugs. And I was like, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I do drugs. (laughs) So, um, anyways, so, um, I think it's bondage, dumb, dominating sadomasochism, something like that. Right. Okay. Something along those lines. So, a lot of people who maybe didn't really know what that was learned about it when Fifty Shades of Grey came into being a couple years back. Now, the issue with that was it was very poorly portrayed. And um, basically, there are... When you're doing those kinds of things, you set a lot of boundaries like before you get into it. So if it's like if you're going to do like really intense role-playing... 
and be like, oh, I want to pretend that I don't know you and that we're doing this or whatever and we're going to do this. But like you always set boundaries. So each person knows like they can't go further than X point. Um, like they're not willing to do more than this, but like it's a conversation that you have before you do it and it's set out and you say, I'm not comfortable with anything past this. And, you know, it's where the concept of safe words comes in. So they're like, oh, if I say the word like pineapple, because it's typically like something that you wouldn't say in a normal conversation. That way you can have, quote unquote, a normal conversation in this scenario. Um, But it's not something that would really typically come up in that way. So that way, you know, like, oh, this means like we're not this isn't okay. So you always have to have a safe word. So the issue in Fifty Shades of Grey is they have this conversation. They set their boundaries. She says the safe word. Christian Grey ignores it because he sucks. So there was a lot of um Hold people. on. Wasn't that, wasn't that just because she lied to him or she specifically, like, d- didn't listen to him? Like, he was punishing her for something specifically. And I am not proud to know this, but it's only because <laughs> Jessica loves it so much. So... I don't know because I haven't read or watched those, um, but it doesn't really matter. Like if he thinks he's punishing her, it doesn't matter if you like set those boundaries. Like if she's not comfortable doing something and she's set that boundary and he's like, well, you piss me off. So I'm going to do it anyways. That's still really bad. Yes, I agree. I my my questioning or defending that was not at all in agreement of it. I just I just I truly don't know because I have not read it or seen it i what my knowledge of it is like articles i've read of people being like this is a very poor portrayal of bdsm and it's going to like potentially put people in dangerous situations because like they're going to think that's what this is and then they're going to potentially like hurt their own relationships by like crossing boundaries or like not respecting their partners basically right there's like a lot of that so it's very similar in the situation with army hammer he basically is like so they were this one girl who also all of the girls that have come forward, which there are like dozens at this point, they all have screenshots, like receipts. He has his main Instagram account. He also has like a private Instagram that's his, that is not like his public one that he also posts like really explicit pictures to. And like there are screenshots of that getting leaked and screenshots of messages from him on that getting leaked as well. There are also voice messages, like not voicemails, but like when you send a voice message in text that people have like screen recorded and leaked out as well of all of it. So it's not really in question of whether these are valid anymore because like they are like, it's yeah, straight the, up the, him. like there's no the question. In the validity. Yeah. It's not like, Oh, I went and changed someone's number in my phone to say army hammer and then just like made them text me thing. Like it's straight up him for sure. Like Instagram text, all the things like it's legitimate. Um, so, the there's one girl who I mean all of these girls are like under 25 and he is let me make sure I'm getting this right he is older than that 26 he is 34 so like 34 most of them are like 2021 so I'm like it's I'm not against an age difference but like he is pattern picking and like preying on really young women and he'll like have them fly to LA or like wherever he is. Cause sometimes like there's, there are some where he's like, Oh, I'm going to be in Spain for this indie film festival and you can come and like, I'll make sure you're in the same hotel and like you just pay for it and I'll pay you back. And like a lot, some of the issues is he's having these girls like fly across, literally fly across the world. This is pre pre COVID. Um, and 
then sometimes he would reimburse them and sometimes he wouldn't. And these are like girls who typically they're like in LA, like trying to start a career. That's like how the, he's finding them. Um, they always are trying to find the, <sighs> yeah. I mean, but he's, start. he's not like promising like, Oh, I'll help you in your career. He's just like preying on people who are already vulnerable and like saying, Oh, maybe I can like mentor you or whatever, but he's not really promising anything. It's just like, oh, it's so shitty. Um, so he's like having them fly and then he'll just meet up with them, have these heinous and sexual encounters, which we'll get into that in a minute. And then like ghost them. And like, if he had said, Oh, I'll buy your plane ticket back or, Oh, I'll like help you, uh, pay for more days in the hotel. He'll just like disappear. And like, leave them stranded and broke which is shitty um and then how are like, these people getting home they're just like call i guess calling friends calling their family like overdrafting their bank i don't know um but like a lot of them have come out and be like he's like i spent thousands of dollars bending to his will because he's like manipulating them and pr- making them all these promises and you know how people do when they're married and they're like, oh, I'm going to leave my wife because I love you so much. You know, like you do. <laughs> like you do all yeah. the time to the host yeah, I, the street. Yeah, I, I haven't done it yet today, but um, <laughs> today I also I gave it up starting yesterday. So I'm one day sober from that. So basically, um, these... Wow, this, we're going to ignore that completely. Okay, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah, proud of you. Um, these, this one girl, like, started leaking DMs on Instagram, and then another girl did, and then it just, like, floodgates opened. And there were so many people coming forward. And, like, the reason they hadn't come forward before is because he was making all of these people sign NDAs. Which is shady. But then also, like... Apparently he there one of the voice messages from him that leaked was like um basically I make them sign NDAs but you can't really enforce an NDA so like it doesn't matter I'm just doing it as a scare tactic and it's like his audio like he's saying it like and it got it got leaked so he's basically like oh I'm just like having these girls sign this just so I can like scare them into doing whatever I want. I don't, I don't know if that's true though. I think legally a non-disclosure agreement, you can, you can sue them. It's for, yeah. I think it depends liable. on like what the situation is. Cause if it's like something where you're filming a movie or a show or something like that, then definitely I think you can, but I don't know when it's just, I mean, I don't know what what he what the actual paper he's having them sign say. Like that's the other thing, obviously. It's like Who, on a napkin saying, "You will not talk <laughs> about this sex." Yeah, and like it's hard to really say for sure. Oh, it's this it hold up legally in court because you just don't. I mean, I just don't know what it said. But he came forward and was basically like, "None of these mean anything. I'm just using them as a scare tactic so I can do whatever I want to people." Like he said that out loud and then also yeah, recorded himself saying it like a dumbass. Uh that's uh that is a um bona fide shitty thing to do. Yeah. So also in um a lot of the stuff that was coming out is like these text messages um where he's saying like oh these are the things I want to do. A lot of them are really weird and like cannibalistic. 
and like eating eating people like literally <laughs> let me just read them for you just a couple not all of them because there's a lot of them um also so sorry there's some heavy language in this but it's not me saying it i'm just reading it so, so trigger sorry, warning. these are not my words i'm just reading them these are army hammer's words so he was just like thinking of holding your heart in my hand and controlling it while it beats i am a hundred percent a cannibal i want to eat you that's so scary to admit i've never admitted it before I've cut the heart out of a living animal before and eaten it while it's still warm. So. So I will never listen to the song Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Duran the same ever again. So when a lot of this first broke, um, articles weren't really capturing the whole abuse side of it. They were just kind of being like, oh, my God, Army Hammer let's just he's into weird stuff and it was kind of just like kink shaming which is not the point that's not what i'm trying to do because people can be into whatever they want to be in sexually as long as it's consensual on both parties the issue here is that is not what transpired right exactly was saying what he was into setting boundaries with people and then clearly crossing these boundaries and like causing physical harm like he was cutting like he cut an a into one girl with a knife he was like what yeah it's there <laughs> yeah it's not nice. like like a like a brand like a branding yeah basically what the fuck yeah he's it's bad and there are pictures these women have like bruises all over them which it's like they they have all said like oh we consented and like we wanted to like have sex with him and we agreed to X, Y, and Z, but then he went so much further. And like, there was one even where he was like, oh, I want to put a belt around your neck. And she was like, oh, I don't want that. That's too much. And he was like, well, we're going to do it. And he was like, but I won't clasp it. And then he did. And she like had a scar on her neck and had to go like get stitches in her neck. Yeah, that's so, not, that's not cool. None of that whole, is cool. Yeah. No. The whole thing is like, when it first broke again, like people are, it kind of came across as just be, people being like, oh, he's so like we into weird stuff, which like, that's not the point you can be into whatever you want as long as you're doing it safely and consensually. Um, that is not what he was doing, but the, the, when it first broke, that's not how it was being portrayed. So he was able to kind of play it off as being like, Oh, everyone's just kink shaming me because no, like this isn't something that everyone's into, which it did come across that way because that's not how like these articles didn't have all the information and they weren't like talking to these girls who were coming forward. They were just like army Hannah army hammer is a cannibal um which he did say he was so you cannot argue with that yeah but then he's like true. oh yeah. you just say things in the moment when you're having sex with someone and you don't think they're gonna repeat it so like sometimes you know you just say things and like whatever and you get caught up which i understand but that doesn't really seem like it's what happened yeah what it sounds like <laughs> is that he's a crazy person and he just lies he's just a he's going to lie to get whatever he wants yeah he's lying he's taking advantage of of really young people he's i mean there are ones that are like really upsetting to me in that he's he like had these girls come and get apartments like a block down the street from his house and then he'll be like oh my baby isn't sleeping so i'm gonna go take her on a walk so just come down and meet me and i'm like you're walking your child you're walking your he, baby around and you're having so this girl come and meet you. 
Yeah, so what's he do with the kid? Like, he just leaves it in the corner while he goes have sex with his girl? No, he, like, has the girl come and walk around with him and I guess just, like, say, I don't really know, but, like, it was just terrible to me that he was like, I'm gonna, like, I have the baby, come walk with us. I'm like, that's terrible. Just don't do that. Here, So I have a question so far. I don't know if, because I know obviously there's more, right? But, um... Is, so there's no funds being exchanged other than reimbursements from time to time. He's not paying them to do these things. No, he's not paying them to have sex. He's paying more for like, oh, I'll like pay for your flight so that you can come on this like press tour with me so that you can so I can just punch you whenever I want, basically. Yeah. And like carve an A into you yes. and, and eat your heart literally out of your chest and kill you. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Um, I would also, the other side of this, I would like to know what's going through these girls' heads that, that makes them, yeah, again, I know that when you're vulnerable, you make these poor decisions and he was manipulating them, but like, if they pitch this idea to any of their friends, did any of them say, Hey, don't, don't do this. Well, I think it's like, it's kind of along the same thing. It's like they, if they're also into BDSM and if you think that that's like, there's, I guess, maybe a thought that that's not like super widely accepted. So maybe if you find a partner that is into that, you're like, oh, that's so great because like everyone else like quote unquote kink shame, kink shames me for this. So it's nice that I can find someone that, that I can like be myself with. And, you know, you don't know what, like what he's necessarily promising these people like, oh, we're going to get divorced. I'm going to leave her for you. Like, we're already filing like he could be telling them any number of lies to get them to to think it's okay or be like oh she knows right, like yeah. she, he could have very well been like we're an, it's an open relationship she's fine with it right exactly like, we don't really know the details on that end of like what he's telling them for sure to make this acceptable i mean it's hard to really say for sure like oh i would never do this or i would definitely never do this or i would absolutely do this in this situation because like we don't have all the information we just have like bits and pieces um i I, it's just who knows i mean i'm not gonna say that this man is not attractive if you look at him he's attractive and i have to assume that helps him do accomplish this shittiness because unfortunately when you're attractive people will just like let you get away with more crap it's just the reality of the world. And like, he is an attractive looking man, but that clearly means nothing because he is a garbage human being. You know, what's crazy though, about this whole thing. He is a, he's a Virgo and he's taller than me. (sighs) He is very tall. He's He's, six foot five. Yeah. He's a very tall gentleman. So, okay. Um, I, I want, I want to come back to, to one of the things you just said a, a minute ago there. So the kink shaming and BDSM, mm-hmm. I, I feel like is a completely separate, almost, almost conversation to have, right? Because there, there one, there needs to be safe spaces for people to be able to um, express their sexuality in, mm-hmm. in safe ways. Um, and while I am not into you know, those kind of things. I think the kinkiest thing that, uh, I, I want to do is missionary lights off. No noise. Mm. Um, but except I'm, except I'm, except I'm wearing a full Mandalorian outfit with just a hole for the penis. Right. Right. Um, typical. Yeah. Typical that's, Tuesday. that's typical Tuesday. Um, which You're welcome, Bill. Bo- 
Yeah, that thanks, Phil. For you. <laughs> um, no, but so how do you think, as as a woman, that we we can be proponents of safe safe sexual practices, um, or or help to uh, normalize BDSM and reduce the amount of kink shaming that's happening? Have you given any thought to that kind of world that we we could help cultivate? Well, I think it's. Um... I mean, I don't really have like an answer for that other than like you think something like Fifty Shades of Grey growing in such popularity would do that. But then there are a lot of people in the BDSM community who come out and they're like, this is terrible. Undo this immediately. So it's like if if that had been done correctly, I think it, it could have helped more in kind of having that conversation, I guess. And I mean, if you read Cosmo and stuff like that, they've had these kinds of articles for years like those magazines. They're not hiding it they're not shaming anybody and they'll talk about safe ways to do things and and ways to have conversations with your partner to make sure everyone's on the same page um and so those avenues exist but i do feel like you definitely have to like seek them out more like i don't know that they're at the forefront of anyone's availability just like sitting on the internet um like oh here's an article suggested on facebook I mean, I don't know what else you're clicking on to get that suggestion, but maybe it does exist. Yeah. Um, maybe but, maybe there's a, a subreddit for that. Oh, I am certain there are subreddits for this. Let's take a look. Let's go on Reddit. You are more than welcome to do that. I am not going to go into that rabbit All right. hole. Reddit. Let's see. Um, B. On. If I type in B, it doesn't come up. Let's say B D. SM. There we go. BDS. So there's BDSM and BDSM community, and then there's BDSM GW. Uh, BDSM GW would be. I'm curious. BDSM GW. Uh, oh. Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> oh no. Okay. It's <laughs> the title is. Click on it. Oh no. Okay. The title is a place to post your own kinky pictures. Oh. oh graphic. Uh, oh is no. <laughs> Oh, can I send this one that I just found to you? Please don't. I'm sure oh. it was B- it's BDSM graphic warning. That's what that is. That's what GW uh, is. Graphic warning. Okay. Um, this girl has a fish hook in her butthole. Yep. Don't send me that. I don't want that. Okay. No, thank you. All no. right. Okay. I'm no. done with this. I'm getting out of this. This is not. I don't like that. Okay. Anyways. Um, but there but, are people you know who what? do, and that is fine as long as that was consensual between those people. Yes. So I, I, um, I applaud your openness and sexuality. Um, and I hope that you find the love that you are looking for, or if it's not love, it, I hope you find what you're looking for. The good time. You find the good time that you're looking for. But my my gratification. Personally, my butthole is a, is a, is a no fish hook area. Um, and that's your business. Man, should we go back to doing um, Instagram clips? That should be the Instagram clip. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so bad. Anyway, so Uh, those communities exist, right? And like, I'm sure if you go into those communities, they're like safe spaces for people to talk about. And they like, you know what you're getting when you go into them. Unless you're Carmen, who did not know what he was doing just then when he clicked on that. I, um, I had it. I had an idea, but I I don't think anyone can prepare to see a fish hook in the rump. I just don't, I mean, and not even in the rump. It's in the booty hole, all the so way I in think, there. Yeah, I think that's the other thing is when people say BDSM. I think the only thing they really think of is like, oh, they're tied up. Oh, she has like 
a riding crop. She's going to give him a little slap slap. Like there are, it's realms and people can do whatever they want to do with it. But I don't, but I think when people think about it, it's a very limited amount of what this is like this very wide range. Yes. And I, I, you know, I need to do more research because if I'm going to be an ally, uh, I need to be versed in this. So I, you know, I will do research and I will learn more about the community. And, and I hope that, uh, anyone listening out, listening out there knows that the dude thoughts podcast is, um, we are pro safe BDSM encounters. Yes. Everyone just, as long as everyone's safe and consensual on both sides, that's what matters in any sexual encounter. Yes. So again, don't in the middle of sex think I'm going to try this thing that I've never voiced out loud with my partner because you don't know if they want that also. So that's not the time to try it. You can say afterwards, hey, I've been thinking about this or hey, what do you think if we tried this? And then you can have an open-minded, respectful conversation. But I think as the partner, even if you're not into it, I think it's important to try not to shame the other person. Because you don't want to make them feel bad and then like not want to tell you anything that they want. That's true. I know um, it's so like one of the things that Jess and I were talking about the other night was like how we've grown in our communication, not just like, you know, sexually, but like in relationship. Right. But like that's that's taken 10 years so if you're having those these <laughs> it's been a converse yeah so if you're having these conversations with someone um and you've been together for a couple of months or maybe even just a couple of years just you know don't uh feel pressure to be on the same page right away uh and also give each other the grace patience and leeway to um to to be open-minded and also on the flip side if you if you open up to someone and the other person isn't into that uh, don't don't shame them or guilt them uh, yeah. just because they're not in the same things that you are. So Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Don't force anyone on either end to either, like, keep their feelings from you or, like, do things that they don't want to do. It's definitely, like, a right. two-way street, and you definitely have to find ways where everyone's comfortable and happy. It's true. So, so take us back to uh, the other uh, MC Hammer stuff. Okay, so he did an interview um, with Playboy, uh, like within the past year, like before he announced, before it was announced that they were getting a divorce, where he's talking about, um, oh, he was like, oh, before I was married, I was like a very dominant lover, but when you get married and um, I'm not suffering or anything, but like you, you get to a point, this is, I'm reading, you get to a point where you say, I respect you too much to do the things that I want to do, which it then sounds like, well, he's blaming his wife for having to go find other girls to do this too, because he didn't want to do it to her. Like, it just kind of is almost like he's trying to flip it. Like, well, I cared too much about it to do it to her. So instead I cheated on her. Because I care so much about her. What an ass backwards manipulative bullshit thing to say. Yeah. That's like, I know I'm like a crazy person, but that's just like a whole, that's like, that's just a different kind of 
just a blind narcissism. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that was, that's that was thing. before any of this came out. That was like, he wasn't even saying anything about cheating. He was just saying like, Oh, now that I'm married, I don't, I don't try and kill my wife during sex. <laughs> like we should be applauding that. Like, Oh, congratulations. You're such a great person. Like, dude, that's not how that's not healthy. <laughs> that's not, you're terrible. <laughs> That's um, the racism and and stereotyping equivalent of saying I can't be racist. I know a black guy. Yeah, it's just not good. <laughs> I can't I can't be a bad husband because I didn't eat my wife's heart. I just I can't. This is the dumbest. Yeah, so um he has had cuz we'll get to this later. He has had a really good publicity team. Um as this was all coming out, they were able to to swing it and be like, oh, there's no proof that that's him, blah, blah, blah. There's no proof that he said that, blah, blah, blah. Oh, they're just kink shaming him. You know, a lot of spinning it. And they were even able to get um, Twitter and Instagram to take down a lot of screenshots um, and like delete, have people's accounts like frozen. Like these people are powerful. Like when I say he has money, like if his great grandfather was an oil tycoon, he only has that much more money now. So even before the successful acting career, he was having a lot of money. Like these are very powerful people. And I believe his wife comes from a lot of money too. And so even though she's not necessarily like in the public spotlight, if you don't want something done, like if you don't want something to be public, like you can kill a story. Or a person. Exactly. Um, There were also um, older DMs that his wife was sending to these girls but she has since come out and say she said that she didn't really know the extent that they were that they were victims, right, of like abuse from him, because he was basically like, oh, I just slipped up. Oh, she like tricked me into having like she, he was framing it to her, like he was having like one night stands, and it was like, oh, I was just drunk and this girl took advantage of me. She's a fan, blah blah. So there are like DMs of from her to these girls, like, oh, you're such like a bad person, like. Um, it's just so sad that you even exist. But since more and more of this information has come out, she's like taken a hard stance and been like, I stand with these women. I believe these women. I didn't know what was happening. Like this is like, I had no, I had absolutely no clue. Like I would have done something. So whether or not that statement is true, it's nice that she's, if it is true, I like to think that it's good that she's picking the correct side. To be honest. Well, yeah, and and publicly denouncing this. Yeah. Um, because I it, it doesn't smell to me if it is if it is true. It doesn't smell to me like a, a flip-flop kind of thing. It's like, okay, I have not now I have the facts and I, I defaulted to siding with my husband, but now that my husband is this serial cheater, liar, manipulator, uh, you know, I I, I want to stand on the right side of history. I think that that's okay um and i think also there is a history of people shaming people who change their minds or their opinions because of flip-flopping but um i would say very very noble in this circumstance if i'm understanding the facts correctly correctly yeah um yeah i just it's it's just really shitty um obviously to be cheated on at all is shitty um and then when you have two kids and then you find out all of this, that was not even like 
oh, after we got divorced, you went out and did like a bunch of terrible crap. It's like you were also doing all of this stuff while they were married. And like while she's pregnant with her kids, which is like, I just, this is like, this is not a good man. Um, so it's not, again, I can't stress this enough. It's not kink shaming. It's not about, oh, he's into this. It's about A, he's terrible. And B, he's an abuser. Like it's, it's much more than, oh, he's a cannibal, which is also not good if you're actually a cannibal. <laughs> like, I don't know if he's just saying that in a, in a sex way, like, oh, I'm just going to say this because I think it's sexual. It's like, if you are a cannibal, that's not good. That's pretty sure that's illegal. Yeah. And, and it'll turn unsanitary. you into a Wendigo <laughs> if uh, you know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they did an episode um, on that in Supernatural. Yeah. It's also, I think it was a game uh, until dawn or something like that. Uh, shout out to our friend Catherine from uh, uh, Twitch streaming Harvick. So uh oh. Just docking um, stuff over. And hold on. Now I need to look this up because she does a lot of really great um, streamings and I want to make sure I properly, properly shout her out. Um, Harvick underscore 934. Catherine, if you're listening, do a live stream of that game with Wendigos because it gave <laughs> me a gave me a nightmare one time. I think it's until dawn, but <laughs> actually, hold on. Fun, so fun story, actually. Um, my my brother, Michael, showed me this game and I went to go visit Jess on a trip. And this was still when we were long distance and she was at the old apartment. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night, like very deep, like scary nightmare, heavy breathing. Um, and I still remember this dream very vividly. I had to walk from Florida back to Illinois to Jess's Yikes. house. Yeah. Jess's house in Macomb because the Wendigos came from a tornado and destroyed. Christ. Yeah. And destroyed her house. Um, and I couldn't find Jess but uh, once I got to the house, a Wendigo like was running at me and then I woke up. So that's my Wendigo story. And that's my dream. I so was, this is also for random. that reason. I was um, for like a couple months ago, I was having like the same reoccurring nightmare that was so aggressive that I would start screaming in my sleep like and it would wake up Michael and then he would wake me up. So that was really fun. It was like the same what dream. The, what was the dream? Do you remember it? Yeah. Um, so basically in my dream, Scarlett would wake up in the middle of the night and I would go in her room and like everything would be rearranged. And like, there's just like clothes thrown everywhere, toys thrown everywhere. Like the chair is in a different spot, but it's not like she made a mess. It's like, she was asleep. So someone else was in here. So someone else is in the house. So I would just open the door and be like, someone else is in the house. And then I would just be like frozen in the spot. And I would just like try and yell for Michael, but it would just come out like this really weird yell. It wasn't like a full scream, but it was like a, it was loud because it woke him up in real life. And then he would wake me up. But I had it like multiple nights in a row. That's that was so scary. Superb. There was one night where the same thing happened. Like I screamed in my sleep and woke him up. But I was in the dream. I was in our room and I just opened my eyes and looked at the bathroom. And the bathroom has a door out to the back. Um, and I looked at the bathroom door, which was open. And there was just a person standing in it. And so I screed. Cause I was like, Yo. oh, I came in from like the pool. And so Yo, I screamed. And then, yeah. It that. Was like, I mean, it was multiple. It was unpleasant. That fucking sucks. <laughs> and the crazy thing is Florida has 
like random ass shitty fucked up people that would do some crap like that yeah luckily we're in a gated neighborhood which makes me feel better and then also like we have like cameras and stuff at our house but it was it just also sucks because like the baby does wake up in the night so like i'm already waking up at least twice in the night and then also on top of that i'm gonna wake up from these damn nightmares like why can't i just get some peace i'm so tired (laughs) yeah you know do you guys have ring doorbells yeah we have that so the worst thing to ever happen from technology is sharing ring alerts from other people because <laughs> you see these really weird people walking along sides of houses and you think, oh my gosh, this was 1.4 miles away and ring just notified me. Like that could be your house. Your house yeah. could be next. One of the worst things was like, I woke up to feed her and it was like three 30 in the morning and I was sitting there feeding her and I had my phone and like the ring doorbell alert went off and it was like, there's motion. And I was like, what? I don't know what to do, but like, I didn't hear the door open. And like, we have inside cameras also that we turn on at night. And like when we're gone and that camera also alerts your phone and it didn't go off. So I was like, okay, well they didn't come in. So I like opened the ring and I was like, I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to like call Michael. I'm going to like lock the door, call Michael from the room to like wake him up and like tell him someone's breaking in the house. It's freaking raccoons. It was like five raccoons running in front of the ring doorbell. Yeah, they were like that's... running across the yard, under and around our cars to get into the trash can. <laughs> I was like, I hate everyone. It was it was terrifying. It is terrifying. The worst thing. <laughs> it's like waiting in... for it to load. I was like, oh no, 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 no. Yeah, it's it's the worst thing because like, especially with having uh, screen doors or like large windows that people yeah. could get in, like. If there's a ring doorbell and you open it and it's a person, if they want to get into your house, they're getting into your house. Like yeah. <laughs> and now, but I, I will say I feel a lot better having a very loud and intimidating German shepherd in the house. I, I've, yeah. I've gotten, you know, uh, but even if I went outside to take garbage out, I would always take Grievous with me because the last thing I want in the world is there's a person back there snooping around and I catch them and then now I'm dead, you yeah. know? Um, but anyways, yeah, ring doorbells are scary, but so so nice yes they are nice um and it's the same with my like little cameras that i have inside it's just like if in a theory it's like if someone sees that they're like oh i'm not going to go there because they'll basically have like proof that evidence that can be used against me right right so, so uh now that we've gone down Anyways. that, that <laughs> wonderful wonderful what a journey tangent. So this this army hammer guy is he getting in trouble for the things that have happened or has his wife filed his ex wife I hope has she filed for divorce what yeah what's so kind they, of- the, the divorce had already been filed for like they were not just separating they were getting divorced in July oh okay. um, gotcha. she has full custody of the kids and he like visits them but once all of this started coming out there were also kind of allegations of drug and alcohol abuse on his part. Um, so basically she had it added into their custody agreement that he had to pass drug tests to see the kids, like to get to spend time with the kids, which is beyond reasonable in my opinion. Um, and then he posted on his fake Instagram, like a picture of a pill bottle that was like, and he, the caption on it was like him bragging, like, Oh, you know, whatever this is won't show up on a drug test. But like someone on that account had screenshot it and like sent it out. So he's still being shitty and then he had like posted on that a video where he was like oh this is the hotel room i'm staying in cayman because she lives in cayman with their kids um and he was in cayman to visit 
And he's like, this, I'm going to give you a hotel tour. And it's just like walking around and does like this tour. He's like, here's the bathroom. Here's the coat closet. Here's the stuff. He's like, oh, let me take you over to the balcony and like turns and walks to the room. And like on the bed is like a woman tied up. But he like doesn't acknowledge. He like acts like she's not there and then just goes to the balcony. And it's like, Uh, oh, what a nice view. Which again, if that's consensual, neat. But like, we don't know that it's consensual that he posted it. Like, we don't know that that woman knew that he was going to put it on the internet for what ended up being everyone to see, because even if it's on his private account, it got leaked. So now everyone's seen it. Yeah. I just have, I don't like this guy. This guy sucks. He's not good. And then, um, in that he had been like, the caption was like, Oh, here to visit my like bitch wife or something. And something rude. He was like, the only benefit is I get to fuck miss Cayman. And then like the Cayman Islands was like, this is not Miss Cayman. Cause they were saying like the Miss came, like the Miss USA pageant, like the Miss came, they were like, that's not right. Please right. don't drag us into this. And he was like, and then he issued an apology. He was like, that's not what I meant. He just meant like, Oh, you know, like this lady who lives here that I like to have a lot of sex. with. <laughs> I was like, what? You're going to issue an apology for that, but not for all this other shit you've done. Right. Priorities, man. Come on. Also, um, I'm getting a lot of this information from like this one source who has compiled all the other sources on Instagram. So she wrote this, which I think is a good summary up to this point. Cause there's more past this. She said, I want to make this clear. This is beyond someone being involved in the context of consensual sex. These women are painting a picture of a cycle of emotional abuse. Number one, he told all the girls he wanted them to be exclusive to him, even though he was, that wasn't, reciprocated and he said that he was being exclusive to them so like that's a whole other issue of like stds and whatnot he's spreading around right exactly yep two he was telling all of them to wait until he was to wait for him to until he was divorced so they could be together three he would expect them to drop everything for him at any point and book a trip anywhere in the world where they would engage in whatever activity uh and effectively ghost them until he needed them again uh, four, if they were upset and ready to leave, he would make them feel bad about it um, by saying something was going on with his life, like problems in the media, problems with his marriage. And that's how he would kind of rope them back in every time that he would like ghost them. He would be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like this terrible thing was happening in my life. Like I just couldn't, whatever. And then five, he was not relinquishing when safe words were used and regularly crossed predetermined boundaries. So that's like a summation of like basically everything up to the point where that was posted. Because more has come out since then. So Um, my, uh, all of these things are mm -hmm. obviously very stupid, right? And they all suck. Yeah. I, I just, I can't even imagine being the mind of someone who thinks that what they're doing is okay. Like, yeah. When I think there's like, when you grow up a certain way and you get everything you want, because money can buy a lot of things, basically anything, essentially and you don't ever hear no you can't have that (laughs) if your solution is always to just throw more money at the problem then like you're not used to a world where you can't have something that you want even if the thing that you want is outlandish or like the person you want it with doesn't want it i think i think that's where maybe that mindset comes from it's like ingrained in you for your whole life it's I'm not saying it's good. That's just like, I I don't think that's necessarily something you just wake up one day and decide you're capable of. Like, I genuinely think that's something that like you would have like 
your whole life not ever hearing the word no. Like there's so it's like a, a growing, it's a growing and constant manifestation of a, a, a number of things, but the biggest one being told, you know, not being told no, com- combined with money, combined with I'm just going to, I want what I want and I'm going to get what I want at all costs. In this specific um, scenario, I think that's that probably is what contributed to it. That's my personal belief. So what do you think is going to happen moving forward? Do you think that there is going to be like uh, uh, a, a number of lawsuits? Do you think that anything will actually happen to this guy? What What do you think is going to happen? So here is what um, broke yesterday, because this is where it gets even worse, which you didn't think was possible, but it did. Yeah, I so thought like, that was the end of the story. Okay, nope, great. Nope, More coming. It's literally <laughs> worse. So all this was happening... People are coming forward saying like, oh, he, this is how he like kind of manipulates you into thinking that you had said it was okay. Or this is how he like kind of ropes you back in all this stuff. Um, and then through all of this, this was like, you know, a month ago. So all this has been happening and he still has the publicist. He's everything's fine. Like he said he quit the one movie, but they fired him for sure. Um, so actresses who dated him publicly since the divorce came out and spoke about like how he was super aggressive and like abusive emotionally and physically. And, um, the girl that was like, oh, he carved an A in me, which was an actress, uh, Paige Lorenz. Um, she like has a picture of it, all this stuff. So, um, then, like three days ago, it comes out that his agency agency dropped him and his publicist quit. And I was like, okay, something is going to have come out for his publicist to stay with him through everything thus far and for his agency not to drop him. Something terrible has come out. That would lead to the, the change of heart and now he's being dropped. Yes. So this is what has come out. And this is this is at this point only allegations. Everything else I have said is like proven fact. Like there is no ifs ands or buts. He did these things, he said these things, he hurt these women. The, what came out yesterday is still only allegations. But over the pandemic he wasn't working obviously cuz like no nothing was filming in LA. And he was like, "Oh, I just got this job as a construction worker at this motel in the desert." And then they announced yesterday that they found the remains of three women 10 minutes away from that job site. Oh, fuck. So currently there's like timeline questions. Like they don't really know. These women were like not like these are three separate cases of like missing women. They weren't like they didn't all go missing together. So timeline wise, there's nothing confirmed about like whether he was here because he could have been in Cayman still. Like I think there hasn't been like a whole lot released on this because it's an ongoing investigation at this point. Like they, they found bodies like that is a criminal investigation. So there's not a whole lot of uh, information, but because there's like basically nothing else in that area, it's like the middle of the desert in California. It's in Joshua tree. So, but like for sure he was working there and for sure that's where these bodies are. So I think the timeline that they're trying to connect is whether he was, in 
California or in the Cayman Islands because he was quarantining in the Cayman Islands at the beginning of everything with his family. And then once they announced the divorce, he had come back. So I think they're trying to line up the timeline of like him coming back and when these girls went missing. But that is where it has culminated to. And at this point, there's no, like, it's not hard for me to believe that he's a murderer based on all the stuff I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. I, I, I can totally track what I have a hard time understanding is why an actor who comes from a family who's loaded even need to get a job in the first place. Exactly. So that's quite, and like in construction. In the desert. Like, and it's not like, oh, I'm an investor. Like he was like, I am doing construction on a motel in the desert. Yeah, what the fuck? It's beyond shady. So again, like, all I am saying is that is what is being alleged. I am not saying, like, it's proven because it's not. These are only allegations at this point, but that is, like, what all of this has culminated to. Because there are people coming out and saying that he was still in the Cayman Islands, and there are people saying that he was there when the girls went missing. So, like, obviously, it's an, like, ongoing investigation. So, like, hopefully the police and the detectives involved, like, regardless of whether or not it's him, find out who did it to get justice for these women. But they found the bodies of three women in Joshua Tree. I I wonder how they, like, did it, did it go into detail how they found the bodies, how the bodies were found? Were they were they buried in the desert? Were they, like, I think it was, like, what was shallow the... burial. And I believe the timeline that they were missing was, like, August, July or August, for at least for the first girl. But again, a lot of it hasn't come out, probably because it's not, all going to be public like at this point i think any information on the specifics of that are going to be people speculating because they're not going to release the information until like legally they have the case to do so because they don't want to yeah, like, and then hurt the case right and then there's whatever a trial right. and all that stuff yeah okay that's so crazy so do you think he did it speculative and don't quote us on this because we're not actual detectives i Truly don't know again because I don't know the timeline. I will say again, it would not be hard for me to believe that he did it. Like if they were like, yes, he did this, I would be like, okay, a hundred percent, absolutely, I believe you. If they said no, he didn't, the only way I would believe them if they were is if he was out of the country. Like there is no other alibi I think that I would buy. Like unless he is physically not in the same country, then I would be like, okay, then yeah, it'd probably be pretty hard to do that. But like if he was at that job site. I do think he would have been at least involved if he didn't do it by himself. And it's, it's gotta be something if it was him, it would have to imagine that it's either one, he truly was like some weird cannibal ass bitch or two, it was some sort of like crazy choking sexual thing that went wrong or, you know, Yeah, I mean, either one of those truthfully, I could believe, but Regardless of whether or not it was him, I do hope they they find answers because they like these women have been missing for upwards of six months and they finally found the body. So like just to go through that, like the families of of them, like it's I hope they get answers to find out what happened at all. Because at this point, exactly. some of them, they don't even know why they were up there because like one of them were like, oh, well, we thought she was camping, but she had no camping gear in her car and she wasn't with anybody. So we don't know like what she was doing up here. So again, like it's kind of all coming out slowly because, and again, it's all speculation at this point, but it's definitely like really shitty and he sucks as a person. 
Yeah, I, yeah, that's, mm, I do not like that. So, anyways, so any anything else? Is there any other shocker that you have to drop on me, or am I am I pretty much caught up on the entire story now with everything? No, you're pretty much caught up. That was that was that was it. I mean, I left out some of the really graphic details of the of the DMs and the the sexual stuff that he was doing with all of these women, but like that was pretty much the big picture of what everything is happening. What was one of the more graphic things that you had? Just like talking about, I mean, it was like more along the lines of the belt and be like, oh, I'm going to do this. And then being like, no. And then this one girl that he dated said that he was like, oh, I found this doctor who will take your rib out so that I can grill it and eat it. Like you don't need it. It's just one rib. What? Yep. And she was like, no, he found a doctor that would do that. Which is also concerning to me that a doctor would agree to that if that's true. That is what what the fuck is wrong with people? What? Yeah. And like, if he, if he was to turn around, and be like, oh no, I thought that's what you wanted to hear. <laughs> I thought that's what. You, like what? Who, yeah, I just, who would want to hear yeah. that? I just like imagine being a woman saying or a man saying, I just want. Like, my childhood dream is to be with someone who loves me so much that they would go find a doctor to take a rib out so that they could eat it in front of me. What the fuck? Yeah. Also, I'm sorry. I'm not kink shaming, but that is... I don't like the rib eating thing of a human. That's weird. Is is cannibalism kink shaming? I don't understand. I mean... There's... I don't know. I feel like... If you talk about it, but it's not something you really want. I feel like that's more along the lines of a kink. Again, I could be wrong. This is not, I don't know. This is not my wheelhouse. But like maybe it's something kink wise that you're just like, oh, I I say it to you. Or I like act like I'm going to do it. But maybe there are people who do that. I don't know. I, I don't know that a doctor would actually agree to that. That's really what I find hard to believe. Well, you know, in in California, there's probably a lot of doctors who are just so on coke and drugs all the time because they're so rich, and they're like, "Sure, Army Hammer, I'll I'll take care of I this mean, for you." He's got a lot of money, so who knows? Yeah, I'll tell you what: seven hundred thousand dollars, and I'll get this girl's rib for you—one singular rib, so that you can fucking eat it. Also, I'm sending this um, profile to you, but I'll also say it here. The profile that I follow on Instagram that is like, she's not saying all this. She's just like kind of compiling all the different evidence. So she's like finding all the articles, finding all of the screenshots and like the other, like the girls who have come out. The The Instagram profile is BBF Bravo. And there's like on her saved highlights at the top, there's Army Part 1 and Army Part 2. And it's kind of just everything that we covered up to the dead people. So if you're interested in checking that out, it's BBF Bravo, but it is a rabbit hole. I mean, there's, it's a lot. Cause like I said, I did not read a lot of things, but there are a lot of messages, screenshot and voice memos that you can listen to on there. So if you're interested in learning more about this, that is where to go. Can I also just ask, so like I randomly was like, oh, what a lovely couple. What does this say? Um, Who is Madison LaCroix and who is Jesse Decker? Because they're both hot and okay. did this guy kill them? I don't understand. So Madison, no, that is a different thing because this page is also where I got the J-Lo and A-Rod information. Madison is one of the people that was potentially someone that A-Rod was cheating with. But what 
they were just, they were quote unquote, just FaceTiming and texting. They never physically did anything. So who's Jackie Decker? These are people from a show called Southern Charm. It's a reality show. Okay. And A-Rod's cheating on them with the Southern Charm girls? Yeah. What it was, the whole reason that I found out about the A-Rod thing was because it came up on a Southern Charm reunion where one of the guys was yelling at Madison that she flew to Miami in the middle of the pandemic to quote unquote, fucking MLB player. Oh, that's not true. She didn't actually go to Miami. They were just, but they full on were faced. Well, she said they did. She didn't go to Miami, but she did say that they were like texting and FaceTiming. And then we'll do, we'll do an episode on that. It's a whole other thing. <laughs> it's, it's like a whole other thing. Man, I've got a lot of that information is a lot. on that too. Okay. That's a lot. Okay. Um, but all that's right. Who those so people are <laughs> to all come right. full circle. <laughs> Shout out. Um, also, before we before we get off for the night, should we should we try calling Gabe and see if he's alive? Um, if if you can do that on here, I don't know how to do that. I'm just gonna call him. He tried calling me earlier, so we'll see if he picks up. We did this Gabriel. for Stefan once too. Oh, Gabriel. Yo. Hey, Gabe. Hi, friend. Hey, Kelki says hi, and you're you're on you're on the Dude Thoughts podcast. Wow, first time, long time listener, first time caller. Long time, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so we spent the last hour talking about uh, the twins, Army Hammer and MC Hammer. Um, <laughs> you're doing such a bad job. They are related in the same. They grew up in the same household and do all the same uh same things in life i'm sure yeah except army hammer sucks and he like is he's a shitty person and and yeah. cheats on his wife and has sex with people you can, like, eating arms and hammers you could oh, yeah well. so his well, well Kelki, uh that's very fortuitous have to listen. Because, yeah apparently he's a cannibal um and his full name is armand first name armand last name hammer mm. hate it yes <laughs> rich people <laughs> in the the topic today i just got home so oh, okay enjoying i will enjoy i love listening to the episodes i'm not on it's like uh, listening to a, just a, a fun new podcast it's nice right and then there's going to be an episode where where kelki and jess take the lead and they're going to just let us have a night off completely and then the viewers will just say we'd like this better and then it'll <laughs> well, be yes. do that thoughts with kelki and jess <laughs> nah, they'll keep it as good thoughts okay uh anyways we love you kelki do you love gabe i surely do she says that she surely does. I think I heard her say that she loves Captain America. I hate much. him. I and now hate Gabe she, and she, Captain she America. Back, she says that she hates it and Captain America. Why am I like this? It's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> she said that's a good question. All right, man. We love you, buddy. We'll talk to you later, man. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. That was fun. We did that with Stefan one time. Did you listen to that episode? Uh, No. Which one was oh. that? I listened I to the remember. one that Stefan was on. No, there was a different one where we just oh. randomly called Stefan. Well, Gabe called Stefan and Stefan didn't pick up. So I called Stefan and he did pick up. So that's a whole, <laughs> or- so that's a whole Shout ordeal. Shout out, Stefan. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyways, so before we do wrap up, now that we've called Gabe and got that out of the way, Kelki, I just want you to know that I miss you very I deeply. I miss you and I miss your wife. Not she's that great. I miss you differently, but I might miss her more. But I did FaceTime her, yes. I always FaceTime her when she's at work. Because I don't know her yeah. schedule. So I'm just like, I'll FaceTime her. Maybe she's not at work. Just assume that she's at work. Um, I FaceTime and- her anyways. 
yeah, yeah, FaceTime her anyways. Um, so, uh, you know, obviously we've been trying to make make babies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I told Jess, I said, I really, I've been looking forward to this month since September because a baby right now means that uh, we're getting another Scorpio in the Magnolo household. The nightmare scenario for me. But <laughs> so another fun fact. So she was um she was ovulating on the fourth. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And like nine do. months. Yes, on the fourth of February. But in nine months from them, it would literally be November fourth. And I would be okay with sharing a birthday with my child if it meant getting a Scorpio. Yeah, I always said to Michael that I thought it would be cool to share my birthday. And he was like, I don't believe you because of how much I love my birthday. But I was like, well, it would be cool if it was like my baby. Because then we would have like matching birthday parties all the time and it would be super cute. That'd be so cute. But he said that he didn't believe me. I feel like it'd be really cool to have like if I was the fourth and then we had a kid born on the fifth. um, Yeah. Because or like and then what we can do is we literally can go shopping for dogs that were born on the sixth and Grievous was born on the seventh. So so that's the dream, you know? Yeah, that's my nightmare. That's what wakes me up screaming. (laughs) (laughs) A house full of Magnolo Scorpios. Except for Jessica, because she's the best. But she's also a Scorpio. Yeah, but she's on the tail end. So that's why she's um, different in some ways. (laughs) Yeah, only some ways. Yeah. The good ways. Um, Anyways, any last final thoughts? No, I just miss y'all and your pupper and your, your floofy kitten. Fluffy kitten. I miss all of you guys. Um, also, I finally mailed Emily her socks. <laughs> I'm oh. looking forward to getting those because I still haven't seen them either. So I'm looking uh, forward to seeing them also. They are they are great. Um, so I had to mail out uh, Emily her socks. I mailed out uh, our friend Josh, um, Danny, Kevin, and our friend Jeff. So I e- I mailed out five people worth of socks that I just had in the trunk of my car these last few months. Yes, that um, you also had in Florida and you didn't yes. leave them here. That is, yes, that's my fault. I understand that. Correct. Um, so, but I I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to go and uh, just, just mail these all out because I'm tired of having them in my car. Um, and it actually wasn't that bad. It was like a dollar fifty for the envelope for the cardboard envelope, and then it was like four fifty or something to mail them out. So it wasn't. It really wasn't that bad. Yeah, that's not bad. I will say I like signed up for a razor subscription box because I was sick of buying razors because I think they're really expensive, and like I would buy shitty ones anyways because I don't like paying money for razors. So I bought it like two and a half weeks ago. And because the USPS sucks so much, it's been sitting in Atlanta since January 27th. I'm like, I could have driven and gotten it like seven times. Well, <laughs> it wouldn't be this bad if we had a president the last four years who thought people need their mail. I should fund that. That would have been Yeah, nice. no, I, I know that. But I'm just waiting for a new postmaster general to show up. I could do that job. I, I Sure. <sighs> You think it's on LinkedIn? Think I can apply? Well, I think they have to fire the other guy first. Well, once they see my resume. Right, right. Um, no, I'm not I'm not interested in that job. Put on there, mailed five pairs of socks. In one day. Qualified. Okay. 
Well, Kelki, it's been a blast. It's been a pleasure. This will not it's be the last time. Lovely. I I have a feeling that we're going to end up doing another episode this week, just the two of us. I've got a potentially feeling. yes, um, and maybe we'll make it um less heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll talk about you know Valentine's Day. Happy things. <laughs> people who um, are in love and treat the people they love with respect. Yeah, we also um are trying uh, to figure out uh, a good topic and a good um. Uh, a good way to honor Black History Month. So if anyone out there has any ideas, any topics that you want covered in an episode, uh, definitely send us uh, a DM uh, because, you know, we've we've been able to do some really great things and cover some really great topics over the last almost year. Can you believe that? That is crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, we want to make sure we're doing justice to uh, Black History as it is American history. So um yeah, so hopefully that'll be coming out in the next couple of weeks as well. Yep. So, um, yeah, anytime you want to hear anything, just shoot a DM. We'll probably do it. Yeah. Do some research. Um, Clearly, I'll read about anything. So. <laughs> yeah, and I know that you have nothing going else in your going uh, else going on in your life, so you have plenty of time to do tons of research to the drop. Of yeah, the just so much chasing the baby and reading about <laughs> potential murderers. <laughs> oh gosh! All right, Kelky, do you want to sign us out for the night? I surely do. I'll say, what is it that we say? I'm just kidding. Um, if you've got a dream. Uh, there's no uh, apostrophe V-E. It's just, uh, it's grammatically incorrect. It's if if you, you have a dream and <laughs> we are back. <laughs> if you have if, six if, dreams <laughs> and they're all to not be listening to this podcast anymore. <laughs> then go and chase it. We'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.